I don't think it is a huge amount of money. It's a bare minimum for UNRWA to keep its services running. UNRWA is an agency investing in the human development of one of the most underprivileged communities in the region, being the Palestinian refugees. Basically, we are providing education to more than half a million girls and boys in the region, primary health care to two million people. We are providing also social protection safety net to the poorest among the poor, 400,000 people. And we are also providing cash assistance and food assistance to more than two million people in the region. So basically, UNRWA is providing both the human development part the education and health, but also the emergency assistance to people who have been hit by a number of crises, whether it is conflict, the pandemic, or the socio-economic crisis. So UNRWA, in a region like the Near East, which is a highly volatile region, beyond its development function, it is also contributing to the stability of the region. So you said that the people in the region where you helped, more than 5.9 million, ranging from Lebanon to Syria to East Jerusalem to Gaza, they are in crisis. Can you describe the situation that they're in? What is the main difficulty for them today? Well, first, we are not providing assistance to 5.9 million people. We have 5.9 million people being recorded. But when it comes to the services, the breakdown is the one I shared with you just before. If you look at the situation of uh, the refugees across the region, let's start with Lebanon. Lebanon is a country where historically the refugees were already discriminated, so not well socioeconomically included uh, in the country and highly reliable on UNRWA. Since 2020, the country has financially, economically collapsed. It has hit the entire society in the country, but even more the most vulnerable who today have nothing else than UNRWA as the lifeline. The same happened in Syria. I just come back from a visit in Anil Tal, which is near uh, Aleppo, a camp which has been entirely destroyed, uh, where all the population has been uh, displaced, uh, but because they have no other choice, cannot afford anymore any renting anywhere, including in substandard household, uh, they are back in the rubble in Anil Tal. And basically, there is nothing available no electricity, no fuel. It's a struggle to find food and to have the one meal a day for the families. Again, a population entirely dependent on UNRWA. In Syria, the entire population, Palestinian refugee population, rely on food assistance and cash assistance. Then you go to the West Bank. We have seen that last year was one of the deadliest year. There is almost no other day without uh, tension, confrontation, and people uh, being uh, killed. And this is also impacting the situation in the camp, and people expect uh, at least uh, UNRWA to provide them a sense of normality. And then you go to Gaza, which has been under blockade uh, for 15 years, uh, and you have almost an entire population which rely and depends on an humanitarian welfare type of a system and there we are providing assistance to almost all the Palestinian refugees. And last but not least Jordan. Jordan has also been severely impacted by all this crisis and hence this group is also expecting the agency to provide more. If there's no more funding for UNRWA and you're already in deficit by many tens of millions at the start of this year, what happens? If there is no more UNRWA, what happens to the Palestinian refugees who you're supposed to look after? Well, 
you know, your, your, your guess is my guess, uh, but UNRWA remained in this environment an indispensable agency. There is no real alternative. And if we cease our activities because we are pushed on the cliff, this will create a void. And uh, like any ecosystem, it will be filled by something and most likely not by what any of us uh, would like to see. So Sorry, do you mean extremism by... Could be extremism, could be people in the street. And there, there is no alternative. We have half a million girls and boys in our school. If they are not in our school, where are they? And this in, in, indeed can also feed and fuel extremism if people are not given any other choice, do not have any sense of future prospect or any sense of hope. And if you close all the door and they have their back on the wall, this will be substituted by something that certainly no one of us would like to see.